Hi there, welcome to the Isogo TV podcast from isogostrong.com. I am your host, Becky Hammond, and you and I gather here on this podcast to fixate on strength in our families and on our teams. Because when we start from assuming strength, we can make relationships easier. This is episode 108. You know, in some way, your life today does not look like the life you led just a few weeks ago. I know mine doesn't. Here I am, sitting in a cabin in the mountains instead of an apartment in DC. There's change and stress and just a sense of crisis all around us in a way that very few of us have ever experienced before. I'm taking a few episodes away from our scheduled series about the 34 Clifton Strengths to talk about strengths in crisis. Because what I'm already hearing from leaders and families around me is the reaction to this global crisis, it varies so greatly. I've heard a sense of hope and resilience, and I've also heard a sense of fear and overwhelm taking over. And I know that we have the tools that we need to thrive during this time. As uncertain as it is, we're all equipped to get through in different ways, through the filter and power of our strengths. So in these episodes, we are chatting with leaders and coaches about using strength through crisis. We'll be wrestling with questions like, what does it look like to really know and take advantage of all the things that are strongest about you during a time of stress? How do those strengths help you thrive? How do they also make things worse sometimes? In today's episode, I get to kick off the series by sharing my story of strengths in crisis and what it has looked like to use my strengths to navigate well and not so well. So let's dive in. Just over a week ago today, we were supposed to be moving into an apartment in DC. Our entire house in Phoenix was sorted and packed up into boxes and on its way to storage. Instead, with a U-Haul trailer packed full to begin our drive across the country with our family of seven, David glanced through his email while he was standing in the kitchen of my dad's house. We had just finished a farewell dinner with all the grandparents. We were laughing about toilet paper and the lines at Costco. <laughs> then I looked over at him and saw his eyes get wide. And then he kind of breathed. Here it is. Everyone stopped. I think I held my breath. His Foreign Service Officer class, the dream job he'd worked so hard for and been waiting for a year and a half, was indefinitely postponed. No one cried in the kitchen, but no one spoke either. We just stared at him, unsure of the next move, just knowing that everything had changed dramatically. And we're not the only ones in the exact same boat. One future colleague was already 900 miles into his drive with his four kids heading to DC. Most of them had quit their jobs. Many had sold a home or ended their lease. Many, like us, were mid-packout. It was 10 days before the class started. Of course we were all in transition. We were ready to begin this exciting new chapter. Exciting is a good word for it, I guess. And in many ways, we have started the chapter, just not in the way we expected. That night, we told the kids. Their eyes were wide. Is this because of the virus? One of them asked. Yeah, buddy, it is. Followed quickly by, do we still get to go to our cousin's house tomorrow? <laughs> you know, the important things. Yeah, buddy, you do. We took the weekend to regroup, rethink, reassess, repack the trailer. So 
while we planned that our farewell was to move across the country and then across the entire world, turns out our first stop was Prescott. My dad and his wife generously offered their cabin in the mountains as a place to stay. Later on, when I told my sister how this is all unfolding, she said something like, yep, everyone's being affected by this crazy pandemic. It's so true. There's not a single person whose life is not disrupted. Apparently, providentially even, this is our story. So Isogo has a more mountainy address now. You've likely felt a significant impact in your life too. It'd be unusual not to at this point. It reminds me of the power of struggle to bring people together. Have you ever gone through something trying or challenging with a group of people and then found that you became closer or your friendship grew because of it? It's like it's the struggle that somehow is the best thing in bringing people together. I, I felt that way in the past, like with other moms in the Navy when David and his peers were deployed for 10 months, with our Japanese neighbors during the March 2011 earthquake, or other less dramatic instances like high school basketball and AP calculus. <laughs> right now, we're experiencing this not just locally, but on a global scale. It, it blows me away from our families, to our neighborhoods, to those people in line at the grocery store who are standing six feet on either side of you, to my colleagues across the world. We're all going through it together. So I find myself thinking, what can we do to help each other cope, to share tools and resources, to encourage each other to persevere? And that's what this series is about, to help each other. I've brainstormed the ways that our family and my business is getting through this time. Some of those things that we've relied on are circling up as a family and leaning on each other more. Staying intentionally more connected with extended family and close friends. One of my most grounding go-tos is prayer in my regular life and especially in crisis. And the peace that what feels beyond my control is very much in control. Also, I find myself often thinking about the way that I'm most naturally wired, how those strong things about me are either helping me or hindering me. So let's unpack that one a little bit more a bit. Using Clifton Strengths language, the things that come most naturally to me and that I have used as strengths in my life are as an achiever, a ranger, a learner, with belief and connectedness as my foundation. So, I thought maybe I'd walk through a couple of stories of how these strengths are helping me through and can really get in my way if I let them go unbridled. I think that one of the best ways to look at how I'm using my strengths now is to compare it to another time of crisis and see how they played out then. On March 11, 2011, I was sitting on the couch with our eight-week-old daughter in our fifth-floor apartment on the top of a hill in Yokohama, Japan. We were listening to music. And the first thing I noticed was the sway of the TV. We didn't know it at the time, but as I watched things just kind of crash down around me, we were experiencing one of the largest earthquakes this world has ever known, which ultimately caused a tsunami and a radiological disaster about 200 miles north of us. During those first few days, that whole nation was filled with panic and uncertainty. And looking back, I see my arranger strength in possibility overdrive. My mind was constantly spinning about the best option, arranging and rearranging our situation, and then ultimately arranging and rearranging suitcases as we decided that 
Our infant and I would evacuate while David stayed behind. As my arranger blasted on full volume, putting me on the move at full speed the whole time. It was like I was putting a puzzle together and taking it apart over and over again. I have a, a vivid memory of loading a suitcase on my knees with a crying baby strapped to me, thinking that if I just got the exact right things in the suitcase, it would fix everything. In this current crisis, I'm trying to change that story and truly make connectedness and belief my foundation, make those the loudest of my strengths. And it seems to be working, at least most of the time. Uh, for years, I have said that achiever was my driving strength, my foundational strength, and it's true. I have a bit of a panic attack if I don't feel like I'm doing anything productive. <laughs> but more recently, I've realized that it's connectedness that's my anchor. And then in this storm that we have right now, it's definitely proven to be true. The other day was when we were like three days into our new rhythm, living in a borrowed cabin with unstable internet connection and such a distance from anyone else that it feels surreal. I started feeling a wave of anxiety just wash over me. I, I tried to shake it off by refocusing and getting things done as my achiever was driving me to do, but it wasn't working. That night as David and I sat on the couch and talked, I, I had to speak out loud in order to get my connectedness strength foundation to reform. If I'm stressed, I told myself, it's only by my own making. Everything will work itself out. It will all happen as it needs to. That's the language of connectedness. And as I spoke the core beliefs of that strength out loud, that peace began to return and the anxiety began to fade away. Because I understand that core strength and that lens in my life, I was able to think and dial it in so that it became helpful and not a hindrance during crisis. For you, it might be similar if you have a similar strengths lens, or you might have an entirely different set of strengths that you use as tools to rely on to hope and cope and thrive through crisis. You know, this crisis is very real, and, and the situation that we find ourselves is very challenging with maybe a different way of working, a complexity of family sharing the same space for more minutes in the day, or a feeling of isolation or loneliness or lost income, or having to make tough staffing decisions, or suffering with the virus itself. Yet, I've been encouraged to hear the positive being experienced, not in retrospect, but in the moment, right now. Like, more time with our families, like a renewed drive to connect with old friends, like being drawn together through the struggle. So here's my hope and challenge for you as you're thinking about your own strengths in crisis. It's not always gonna be easy but you do have tools. You're wired with them naturally. Recognize that the things that you're strongest, that are strongest about you will get you through in a, in a thriving way, in a positive way. That's the first thing. Second, recognize that those things won't be the same for everyone. They might not even be same, they probably aren't, for the people living under the same roof as you right now. And let your stress and overwhelm, instead of those things letting you spiral out of control, let your stress and overwhelm be the trigger that reminds you to truly use your strengths to jump in and help, to dial them in to overcome that stress and struggle. As you do that, you'll have access to more thriving. And thriving is contagious, so as you thrive, you bring others up with you as well, all because you chose to bring out and live in the best of you. 
Well, there we are. The first in our Strengths in Crisis series. Today, I shared my story of what it looks like for me to feel anxiety rising, to feel stress, and to either allow my talents to run me over or take intentional control of them and let me overcome the anxiety instead. In the coming episodes, we are gonna to get to hear from some amazing business owners, healthcare leaders, coaches, and friends as they share their perspectives and stories about living through strengths in crisis. For this episode, I'd love to know how my own crisis stories resonated with you or what you might add from your own experience that could help me or help others. To do that, the best way to connect with me is over on Instagram by tagging or direct messaging me at isogostrong. Also, if you're new to strengths or you're kind of just getting spun up on your top five and you're curious about what it might look like to feel more thriving in this global praise, I'd love to help give you a jump start as your virtual coach. It's super easy to start. And since you're here today, I'd love to give you $5 off the Strengths Startup Virtual Coach Kickstarter, which makes it under 20 bucks. In this email coaching series from me, you'll get insights into your talents and strengths, as well as some action that you can do to make relationships easier around you in stress and beyond. If you go over to isogostrong.com slash strength startup, you can check it out. Use the code virtualcoach5 for $5 off. I'd be honored to get a chance to get to know you. You and your strengths have the power to make a ripple effect in your family, on your team, and ultimately across the entire world. We can feel that now more than ever. The world needs your strengths. So learn them, love them, and live them in your own circle of influence. Until next time on Isogo TV.